0: Hi everyone, this is Nabila Said from Arts Equator and we are doing our Fresh Blood podcast series. I have with me Izul Irfan and Mahira Abdul Latif from The Runaway Company and we'll be talking about the upcoming show, The Story of Tonight, that runs on March 6th to 8th at um, Stanford Arts Centre. So, hi Izul. Hi, hi Mahira. Hi. Thank you so much for being here. By the way, thank Thank you you for having us. Thank you. Um, So you guys are wrapping the Runaway Company. Mm -hmm. What is the Runaway Company? Can one of you tell us?
1: Alright, so the Runaway Company is basically a a non-profit youth theatre organisation that really focuses on telling the stories of youth through the integration of music and theatre. Mm. So, um, and and we are basically, um, we are basically a community of people, like. it's mm. really just a community mm-hmm. of youth who really want to tell their own stories.
2: Mm. Yeah. yeah, and like we sort of accept um, youth participants from like all sorts of backgrounds and experience so whether it's in terms of like their arts experience, theatre experience, music experience, really we really just want to be like a platform where mm. people who are interested in the arts, like youths who are interested in the arts have a place for to explore like the arts music theatre that oh, sort of thing it's yeah. really nice mm. yeah.
0: so when was it um, formed
1: uh it was formed in uh 2018 yeah we were formally Correct. founded in 2018 okay. uh, before that we were really just like uh, mostly like a collective uh, from school mm-hmm. so um we staged some shows in school like mm-hmm. a review um and then eventually um, once we graduated we staged uh, our own like original musical right. and we sort of wanted to like formalize this platform because we thought that you know it was a very special thing mm-hmm. to have um, and yeah, the community that we found there was really special, so we decided to formalize it and that's how we came up with the Runaway Company.
0: Okay, but who is we? Oh, okay. <laughs> so uh, uh-huh.
1: do we yeah, in question. So it's sort of like uh, we're, we're, we're friends. <laughs>
2: maybe we start from the beginning so like in the beginning there was a group of about 10 of us who were really passionate about this idea Mm -hmm. and so because we had previously worked on the production that he mentioned like when we graduated we all put up this production together and so after that show or during the course of that show while we were working on it the 10 of us came together and we were like it would be really cool if we could formalize this platform somehow Mm -hmm. so that people like us you know other youths like us also have this opportunity that we did because it was really difficult and we had to source for a lot of things and so we were like so we decided why not? we try and formalize it and so the 10 of us formed the committee of um, the runaway company so that I guess is sort of who we are but Mm. also on a wider scale we also just refers to the participants of the runaway company like our production participants who a lot of them are actually like also our friends or people we know from school who have worked on the aforementioned productions Mm. as well. So, So what was that first production?
1: Uh, so the production uh is called uh, Runaway in total. Oh, okay. So it was made <laughs> up of, <laughs> so it was made up of a review, yeah. in the first part, and then an original musical that we wrote. So it was entirely composed, uh, written by uh, youths. Mm. So it was a uh, really exciting for us to explore that genre yeah. uh, originally for the first time. Yeah.
0: And so that's how the name
1: came about. <laughs> okay. Well, <laughs> the story of the name goes yes. back <laughs> okay. way longer. No, actually, not, not way actually, longer. It was it's just, it then. was from there. Like, we were like thinking, why, why should we name our little group, guys? Yeah. And, and then we were like, hmm, why not name it after the sort of like the first production that sort kind of started of, it all?
2: Yeah. We met through that production. Yeah. Mm. So we thought it would be a nice oh, name. See, yeah. I but see. also on a larger scale, like Runaway. Because the story was basically about, uh, I mean, the musical. Mm. Runaway the Musical was basically about this magical train that picks up like runaways over space and time Mm. and so we were thinking oh that is sort of a very nice concept for what we are aiming to do as a collective which is just this platform for everybody no matter where they are to find a home in the arts and music and theatre so we Mm. were
0: thinking that would be a really cool tie-in as well yeah. Yeah, Mahira you're the director of the story of tonight yes (laughs) so can you tell me about what what people can expect from the show okay so the story of tonight is really a collection of
2: musical theater numbers Mm. I guess you'd say it's a review in some sorts, where each musical number is sort of staged as its own self-contained narrative so each song or each musical number each scene tells follows the story of like one particular youth or like a particular group of youths Mm. and all of these numbers all these stories revolve around the idea or the theme of youths and their dreams or aspirations and stuff like that okay yeah so we explore a lot about the different aspects of dreams so um, things like aspirations fears anxieties Mm. um, the difficulties that come into play when you want to work towards your aspirations or sometimes it's a really motivating factor for some people Great. or you know just talking about how do you reconcile your aspirations with
0: reality that sort of thing okay yeah. I went to look at your um, the Spotify playlist mm. so that it's it basically consists of like very recognizable like, well recognizable <laughs> tunes right yeah. like show tunes or yeah. from musicals that people might know mm. so just to clarify you're saying the stories themselves they don't follow the musical right so you've created kind of like self-contained stories that would fit with the songs? Is that mm. how it was? It, it depends. Composed? It, sort of, yeah.
2: yeah. So that's true for some of the songs. Okay. So for some of the songs, we um, sort of retain the original context, but for some of the songs, we recontextualize it into a story or a narrative that made sense for us, mm. like the youth participants who were participating and all that. Because, I mean, musical theater, their songs in itself, like tell a story or, right. you know, it talks a lot about character and stuff. And so it may not necessarily be. Um, how to say, it may not be constrained to one particular narrative. So there was a lot of room for us to play around with that to make it more relatable, you know, to our demographic. Okay. Yeah.
0: Can you guys give an example?
2: Oh, okay. Yeah, so for example, one one number that we sort of adapted the original Mm. context was almost there Mm. in that the original musical Princess and the Frog Basically, this song is talking about how this um, young lady has her own dreams of opening up her own restaurant, her own cafe. Mm. And this song is basically about her shutting down the haters and telling them about, you know, how she's almost there and she's on her way to achieving her dreams and she knows that she can do it, that yeah. she has the tools and the skills with her, all that sort of thing. So for that number, we adapted the context of the original musical. Yeah. But for other numbers, for example, say um, so there's this really nice one called "All I've Ever Known" from Hades Town, which is a newer musical. Mm-hmm. Maybe some of them might Don't not know of it. <laughs> yeah, um, the show is basically uh, retelling, a modern or like a recontextualization of the Greek myth Orpheus and Eurydice. But for us, we sort of recontextualize it into the concept of like two youths in a long distance relationship because yeah. there's very something very relatable for people of <laughs> yeah. our age yeah. you know especially with a lot of people going to like uni and stuff right. there's a lot of long distance relationship <laughs> among our friends right. yeah so that was, uh, there was uh, a narrative that would be more relatable for yeah. like people like us and so the song instead now we recontextualize it to talk more about how do you maintain that emotional connection even over a physical distance Mm. or the maybe the fears and anxieties the vulnerabilities that come with that and the reassurance also at the same time
0: i see yeah how many performers are there going to be performers so including
2: so Including including musicians it would be about 30 3-0? Yeah.
1: Yeah. (laughs) It's a lot. It's a a big cast and we also have quite a big orchestra this time around. So it's quite exciting.
0: So how big is the orchestra itself?
2: It's about 10 people. Yeah. And then the cast itself is about 21. But I think there's the reason why that is so is because there are like 17 numbers in the show Mm -hmm. and each of the cast members, a lot of them are taking like a few numbers and like rotating among themselves, you know. And some of the numbers they require like a bigger ensemble. Mm. So yeah, that is sort of how why it seems so big yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. but it does seem quite large scale yeah,
2: yeah compared especially compared to like our previous production oh yeah yeah? Really? yeah yeah
0: is it that different
1: i think that yeah i mean generally i think um this time around i think yeah we've definitely we've gone a bit bigger like we've done like uh, sort of like a jukebox musical yeah. before with like void deck which was mm. like our first formal production mm. um and now i think we've definitely grown even bigger i think that's thanks to like um, I think like people start to get to know us and people audition for us and yeah, we have a really wonderful talent pool this time around, wow. mm. which is, uh, who are really great to work with. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I, I think like with this particular one, especially because it's about musical theatre mm. um, mostly and so with that you have a lot more people interested, you I know, see. yeah. yeah,
2: it's, it's a lot easier to appeal to people. Yeah, it's very, yeah,
1: <laughs> a lot more easier. Mm.
0: Writes the like the, Is there like lines like? Oh yes, yeah? there.
2: I mean, for some of the songs, it's just the songs yeah. it tells its own story. But for some, maybe you need to set the context mm-hmm. or the characters, and so those do have um dialogues or monologues involved. And it was written by <coughs> this gentleman <laughs> right oh, here. Wonder, it's
0: me. <laughs> yes, yeah, he's is also our scriptwriter yeah. for, yeah. for this yeah. production. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Talking about different roles, right? Mm-hmm. How do you guys decide like who does what for each production? And and also mm. within like the company as well because you also mm. have roles within the company. Mm.
1: Yes. Yeah. So um, we try to like for our process right of selecting both our production committee members as well as, cast, as well as our cast members. Uh, we do have this sort of like quite a lengthy process, Audition of, process. of auditioning, uh, as well as like having interviews. Yeah. Uh, so um, for the cast members itself. Uh, we make sure that all the cast members go through like a set audition. Mm. So including if you are a committee member and you want to be in the cast, you, you have to audition. To audition. Yeah. Yes. So we want to keep because it like, I mean, fair. Yeah. For I mean to,
2: to, to be fair to yeah. everyone. You yeah. know, sometimes your organizational skills does not translate to, you know, performing, <laughs> <To> performing skills. <laughs> yeah. Performing skills. So yeah. to be fair and yeah, yeah to ensure that it's we put up a good show yeah (laughs) Yeah. and like the right
1: person gets the role you know rather than just the anyone else out there yeah Uh, Mm -hmm. and as well like our production committee we do have like interviews with them um, and we have them indicate their interest as to what uh, sort of production roles are they're interested in and then we interview them based on that Mm -hmm. uh, and we try to see what we can um, sort of like uh, put them in and Mm -hmm. what they can best contribute in in general
2: yeah and in general also, I think the interviews with the production committee and the cast members and the I think it's very helpful also in that we want to ensure that we are a good match for each other, you know right. Because sometimes what we offer is not what people are looking for And sometimes when that misunderstanding or that miscommunication happens Then that's when you get a lot of like unhappiness and stuff So we just want to ensure that both of us, we are a good match for what each right. other are
0: looking yeah. for So yeah. as opposed to just having auditions since you mentioned the committee, right, can mm-hmm. you give us a bit of a explainer about the committee? Because it sounds quite interesting, mm. slightly complex.
1: <laughs> Alright, uh, so for the committee, um, you have uh, 10 people in total. So you have one creative director, um, one secretary, one treasurer, two music directors, as well as five executive members. And the executive mm. members uh, do, uh, are spread over several roles such as uh, publicity, uh, ops head, and membership, membership. Wow. yes So it's a, it's a pretty big yeah. like, general so organization yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah I think we do that mostly because we want to make sure that we cover all our bases. Right. Um, and I think it's really um, reflective of how we want our organization to be like which is that we try to run, it as like sort of like professionally as possible, mm. even though our productions may not necessarily be like you know uh, full of professionals. We wanted I to see. make sure that we give a proper platform yeah. to these people. And of course, when you're interacting with the outside world, when you're <laughs> dealing with grants and everything, yeah. there is that sort of like formalization that you need to have. Yeah. Yeah. So, but um, ultimately, I think the committee we work. Very much like together. Yeah. Like when we have meetings, we are very much like very democratic. We make sure that everyone has a say. So it's not very like hierarchical, like, oh, I'm creative director, so I make, a, I call all the shots for yeah. this, or like I'm treasurer, I call all the shots for this. No, we bring it to the table. Yeah. Uh, if like we have any ideas, if we have any like issues that we need to talk about, we bring it to the table and then we talk mm. it through and then we, des- we decide it together. Right. Yeah, as a committee.
0: I'm just curious this structure right Were you emulating something in, in having this structure because I find it like quite an interesting structure for a young collective.
1: Mm. yeah oh. That's a good question. I think like maybe <laughs> it's just like our, our bureaucratic selves. <laughs> yeah. Or, like, or, I think maybe that's the sort of like the structure that we have in like CCAs, right, in school. Sort of. Sort of but also like it's sort of like an extended version yeah. of that. But I think, oh yeah. Uh, yeah, we weren't really trying to emulate anything. Yeah. But I think we just like naturally fell into that because mm. we decided we needed like a, sort of like a white base right, yeah. um, of like of like committee members. Uh, but at the same time, we wanted to make it as efficient as possible. Yeah, it sense. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah. I think we we just generally want to make sure that um, because I think we realized that after we've done it for some time, we realized that like producing the work itself and yeah. like setting up, like even having the platform in general takes a lot of effort. So right. we were like, okay, let we need to have a good strong team yes. yeah. to do the heavy lifting yeah. so that our productions can be as much as possible a creative endeavour rather than like, ooh, a self-producing endeavour but also a creative endeavour and then it gets really like, Mm. um, it, it gets really like, straining for yeah. the participants okay. yeah
2: so in that sense the committee really serves a more wide like an organizational role on like a wider scale yeah. so they look at the the they look at trc activities as a whole yeah. and not just focus on like one production but they have to look at you know um, things like spaces and the overall art season that mm. sort of thing so then each commit each um, team that is working on a particular production like he said can really focus on production rather yeah. than worrying about you know the wider scheme of yeah. things yeah. Very
0: interesting actually <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, Going back to kind of like the kind of work that you do right, mm. is it always uh, a case of like musical theatre um, is that the genre that you guys have been like set in doing?
1: Mm, I think for us like okay like when we started off uh, the company we were like we, we kept it broad, we were saying that we were all interested in both we okay. We all started out being very interested in musical theatre, yeah. but then we realized that there's something really special about just the presence of music in the theatre space. Mm. And so we were like, okay, so let's make it such that we are a place where mm. we can integrate both music and theatre to tell stories. Right. So like for our first, our, our past few productions, we have had uh, our first production, Void Deck. That's a jukebox musical. Mm. So we had it was an original script, but all the songs were just like like taken like it's like review style yeah. in a sense.
2: And some of the songs. What was interesting about that production also was that. Quite a number of the songs were like pop songs, mm. but sometimes yeah. pop songs in themselves can tell a story, especially right. if you set it within a context. So, yeah. like, we were really trying to see what are the different permutations that music or diff- mm. all different types of music and theatre can sort of work together. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay.
1: Yeah. And, and then, then, yeah, <laughs> and then following from that, in our August production, we had Wilderness, which was uh, so it's, uh, it's a straight day. Eh? But at the same time, um, we were like thinking, oh, there's a lot of like, there's a musical quality to it. So um, we were very lucky to have uh, Erica with us, who was actually like the original composer for that show. So she did, uh, she composed um, some of the music for the show, but also she did an arrangement of um, Carol King's, um, what's that song called? (laughs) (laughs) So Far Away. away. So Far Away. So that particular production saw us sort of like integrating music. Um, into the show in a very, as almost like a character in the story. So it was not necessarily songs with lyrics, but Mm. it can be like sort of like uh, ambient music, Mm. background music. But at the same time, it builds the atmosphere of the story. And it sort of like tells the story along together with the characters and together with the script sort of thing okay. so um, and yeah we experimented like, like Erica always says that you know we experimented uh, with like very raw music so we had very unconventional instruments oh, we had like the bassoon oh. uh, we had a bass drum we had a bass drum like the giant wow. bass drum uh, and we also used like conventional instruments like violin mm. in very like very interesting ways yeah. like we, we were trying to find like oh if we sort of like strain the sound can, how can that oh. affect uh, the story and how can it tell the story. Yay. Yeah. So that was a very exciting, very experimental work that we did. Yeah. Oh, okay. yes. oh, and yeah.
2: And just human voices as an instrument Ooh, yes. itself. Like when not necessarily in terms of like just singing songs with lyrics like you said, but also if the voice were to work, say like a bassoon or like a violin, you know, mm-hmm. what oh. are some of the potentials that you oh. can work yeah yeah. Yeah. so that's really that was really her like interest and her focus yeah Yeah. so it was (laughs) a really
1: interesting thing to explore uh, because Mm -hmm. uh, that show was about kids sort of going through a like a wilderness therapy camp which is not something that you have in singapore but it's very like popular in the united states to sort of like set kids straight Mm -hmm. you know those and and it sort of talks about those uh teenagers and the trauma that they've been through Mm -hmm. and sort of like we're trying to find a sort of like like a performance, like vocabulary to talk about yeah. their their experiences in a new way, like, Other yeah. than just the words, mm. yeah. yeah. So we were like thinking, oh, let's just use let's use music then, yeah. yeah.
0: So this is a, this is a, this was an existing script. Yes, right? correct. Yes. And the- Playwrights are you ask the playwrights for like permission yeah and for then, the rights and everything for yeah. the rights and then you ask them did you also have to ask them like can we also add music to it or uh, how that
1: not really I think like um in the when we found the script itself in the in the like at the at the at the author's intro section they were yeah. like they said yeah you can do anything you oh, want to do like nice. they were like quite flexible about right. a lot of things so like in the original show actually they use because it was based on interviews with um the actual parents right. of the participants of wilderness therapy, mm. like, they use the actual videos. But of course, for us, we were like, can't be lah, like, it'd yeah. <laughs> be like, yeah, it'd be quite weird and, yeah, like, yeah, disjointed. Yeah. Uh, so they were like, yeah, take any creative liberties, oh. So you sort of want lah, uh, with it. Yeah, as long as, like, the essence of the story yeah. uh, still came through, oh, okay. in general. So
0: the music was original
1: uh? Yeah, uh, so it was a combination of original music and, like, arrangements of, like, like uh, songs yeah, like Carol songs, Kings. Yeah.
0: yeah. Erica, is she part of the... Oh
1: yeah, so... <laughs> so she
2: was... Yeah, sorry. So Erica is um, Erica Paul okay. So she was... She, she's actually our friend from JC. Right. And so she was one of the... She was uh, the music director in the original founding committee. I see. Yeah, and she was also the music director for that show. Right. And because um, for her, composing was really her passion. Right. So there was something that... So she actually took a gap year that year and she really just worked on this project among others. Right. Yeah, so... And now she's at where is she? she USC USC yeah doing composing, oh, yeah. Doing composing yeah so yeah. that's cool yeah
0: so essentially like um there is a sense that like people who founded the company or were in the company in the first year or whatever like don't have to for like continue yes. there's this sense of like continuation yes so mm, what yeah. what what is that like.
2: Um, so in a sense It is quite um, interesting And quite fresh Like mm-hmm. it keeps things fresh You know yeah. Like every time You have new people It means you get New experiences You get new ideas You get new opinions And that is always Definitely very nice Especially when you are Talking about How do you Um when especially when you're in the process of like building a collective like mm. we are, it's always good to have all these like different experiences and opinions, and that has been very nice. Mm. Yeah. In
1: addition to that, I think um, that that sort of like constant refreshing of the committee is very important to us because um, at the start we were like very sure that we didn't want it to be personality based, so we right. didn't want it to be like oh this person is the face of the yes. company, and then after that. Uh, it becomes about like that person or that person's creative vision, which Mm. is we understand how that works in in the industry in general. But for us, we were like thinking that we are mostly a platform. We Mm. don't want to be that thing that sort of like directs people to do this that so we wanted to make sure that as much as possible we sort of like refresh the company so like some of us have like some of our officers have like term limits so like for me creative director (laughs) I've like I've termed limit of two years to make sure that you know and and like I'm already working with the next creative director to sort of like work things out about how to move forward yeah because we wanted to make sure that like sort of like everyone had a chance to be in the committee Mm. but also like contribute to it lah right yeah
0: it's quite interesting also because like with so some of the discussions that that we've had in the art scene in general has mm. been about succession, yes, yes, right? Yes, and yes. how that often is not really um, talked about or dealt with yep. sufficiently, like early on, mm, right? Yes. Yeah. In a sense that you've built it into the yeah. very like. Yeah, the yeah. structure the structure <laughs> yeah we were
1: like very much like we were thinking yeah because we, are, I was, yeah, we were reading about like things like uh, like finger players and yeah. stuff like that and they were like talking about you know how they are moving on with succession and we were like oh that's cool because that really resonated with us so we sort of decided you know we wanted to put it into the DNA of the company yeah. to constantly be refreshing itself yeah yeah
2: and I think in some sense, it was also a practical concern mm. as well yes. because a lot of us, we are not doing this full-time. It's yeah. sort of uh, something that we are doing in addition to, like, say, studies or yes. in addition to work. Mm. And so it is understandable that maybe our commitment periods may not be as long as, say, in the professional industry, you know, where, yeah. where this is their livelihood and mm. stuff. So yeah. we wanted to be
0: able to account for that. Yeah, you yeah. guys are kind of, like, in a transition stage of mm. your life. Yes, right? yes. Yes, yeah. a lot of us. A lot of us, <laughs> are, yeah. So going back to, like the idea of music and theater right? mm. when you were first starting out or even now like are there kind of like misconceptions of like, the work you do or oh, of yes. musical theater
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah i think i think like oh <laughs> uh, from what from what i see definitely i think like, when we say integration of music and theatre, that is generally, like, a very, like, very loose term. Yeah. So, whenever we say music and theatre, people always think musical theatre. Musical theatre, yeah. We because it's literally, it literally well. in the name. Yeah, it's literally <laughs> in the name. So, yeah. it's, like, a natural sort of, like, yes. connection that you make. Yeah. But at the same time, I think, sometimes, yeah, there are misconceptions about what we do, but I think, like, if you are, like, a repeat, like, w- like audience member, you yeah. will sort of see that, oh my god, wait, <laughs> this is completely different yeah. from the previous production. Yeah. And you sort of realise that, actually, um, yeah, we are trying to sort of just, like, Find ways to just play around with yeah. music and theater mm. and see how it works out, yeah. And and sort of like not necessarily moving beyond musical theater because musical theater is yeah. uh, an important genre on its own. Yeah. But at the same time, just finding other permutations. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I think that's cool. So both of you are young practitioners. Right? How old are you? We oh. are both twenty
2: one this year. Twenty one this year. Yeah. <laughs> I feel old. Wait, was I? Cr- <laughs> yes, I am correct. A very a very young twenty one.
0: <laughs> um, <laughs> So how do you guys feel as like being young practitioners, right? Being in the scene, what is important to you or what concerns you?
1: Um, I think for me, mostly, um, it's the issue of like accessibility. Mm. So like, uh, okay, I was was watching um, An Actress Prepares a few years back uh, at the Singapore Theatre Festival and CTK was like saying that, oh yes, love CTK. Um, CTK was like saying that, uh, yeah, she was saying that um, if not, like she wanted to get into the necessary stage a stages like ensemble program yeah. but she didn't have like enough funds to enter it you know mm. and get the training mm. and i was sort of like sitting there in the audience thinking oh my god we were so close to not having like a this performance oh. you know this show or and even her. or even her <laughs> in general right and then i sort of thought of it about it and i realized that this issue of accessibility uh, is something that is quite real i mean we always talk about things like privilege and in- yeah. income inequality and how sometimes that sort of like bars people from even entering industry uh, Mm. like the arts you know especially because like the arts has quite a like quite a high barrier to entry like you have to be sort of like trained um, and then there's the whole like politics of it (laughs) around (laughs) it so it's quite difficult but at the same time I think I find that it's important to have the arts be as accessible as possible, mm. and I think that's part of the reason why I feel like the Runaway company is also very important. Is because we are providing like quite literally like a free platform for yeah. people, uh, for youths who just want to like try out theatre or music, yeah. and just like do it for free. You know, mm. we're providing the platform, which, um, and you can literally just like sort of like develop yourself yeah. and uh, grow in your skills just uh, build through experience. our productions. Yeah, and build experience. You know, mm. and we think that. That kind of space is so hard to come by. Yeah. yeah. Like I mean like if you are like for example like even like a performer yeah. and you want to you want to what you, you have like only you have so many companies you can you can sort of enter, but you mm. have to like audition and you're going up against professionals. Yeah. And it's such a like, and, like I mean and you are just one thing to try out, you know, you're not yeah. a professional yet. So and then like, you know, they get sort of like maybe discouraged, you mm. know, or, they realise, oh, maybe this is not for me because yeah. I don't have the training. But for us, it's just like, yeah, I'll just try. Like, if, even, like, like, the idea that, you know, even if you don't necessarily have the experience, but you have that passion and drive, yeah. like the rest of us, to just, like, do music and theatre, you can, like, join us, oh, sort of thing. You'll so, find a way. you and, and we'll and we'll, like, we'll work with you yeah. and we'll try to see how to make things work. Yeah, so I think that's one thing that is important to me. Yeah, Yeah,
2: related to accessibility also, like what he was saying, I feel like if you... um like join a professional production say there's that expectation that you are going to continue in this line Mm, of like this line of livelihood for the rest of your life which is maybe not something that people our age especially are interested in or maybe some people our age they are like they're not sure whether they want to do it or not or maybe it's just like a hobby for them Mm -hmm. you know like they're interested in pursuing other paths of life but theater and music is a passion of theirs and it may just be a temporary thing that they want to you know experience and be a part of so, the Runaway Company provides that platform, I think, without that expectation.
0: Okay. I saw on your website that um, your audience, the average age of your audience is like 20 years old.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm, <laughs>
0: yes. Years? Yeah. 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 Is that very important to you to kind of like um, get young people as audience members of the kind of shows that you make?
1: I think, yeah, definitely like they're, they're like... Like the youth audience uh, sector is definitely a big part of why we want to do this is mm-hmm. because we want to make sure that not only are we telling the stories of youth, yeah. we want to see youth be represented on stage, and mm-hmm. I think it's important that youth can see themselves on stage mm-hmm. and realize that you know, and I think it's that thing where you know people think that youth issues are trivialized, uh, like are trivial, t- you know. teen angst, yeah, know? teen <laughs> angst, or just like millennials being millennials, <laughs> but at the same time, these are real issues and yeah. these are things that we need to think about because youths are the future, <laughs> therefore it's important to address it, mm-hmm. you know, and I think, yeah, having that sort of like large audience. youth audience is very encouraging to us, like. right. it's something quite important.
0: So just a last question, yeah. Okay. Uh, what gives you hope?
2: I think the drive hmm. of our participants, and like so far everybody that we have worked with, they have a genuine interest in what they do and a genuine drive to do the best in whatever they are doing in this area yeah. and mm. I mean that is like sort of a large part of the battle one you know if you have that motivation and you have yeah. that drive to be your personal best you know that's yeah. I think that gives a lot of hope for me personally mm. yeah Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. I, I think tagging on to that uh, not just the passion for me but also um, the, the stories mm. and like the fact that that it will like every youth out there has a particular story to tell. Yeah. And like I don't think we'll ever run out of that ever. True. And that's something that, that sort of like yeah, it sort of drives me also <laughs> in a sense. Because it's sort of like you realize that you have to you we, we need to do this. You know, we need to have that platform to uplift these kind of voices and yeah. especially voices that may not necessarily be heard often. Uh, And that's something that, yeah, that really gives me hope.
0: Thank you so much. Thank you you so much. Thank you so much. Um, And all the best with the story of tonight. Thank Thank you. Thank you. Um, Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Uh, So hopefully people all buy tickets and you guys are doing temperature...
1: Oh, yes we yeah. are abiding by
0: all the precautionary yes, we are, measures. Like, you know? like, yeah if anyone is worried
1: <laughs> we are abiding by the book we're doing yeah even more. for our
0: participants even
1: not just participants. the audience yeah, That's yeah. Great. awesome
0: yeah. thank you so much, thank, thank, you. You so much. Thank, thank you so much see you guys on the other side <laughs> see <laughs> you, you. Bye. thanks bye, bye. bye.